We're learning Lakota Sikhis, Chalik Yudchas, Parshas Pinchas, the second Sikha, page 334. This is a Sikha explaining the very last Rashi in this week's Parsha. The Parsha this week, it's uh, where it has all of the halachas of the Karbanis brought on the Yomim Tevim. And then there's the last Pasuk in the Parsha, which Rashi explains, and the Rebbe will speak about this at length. The end of this week's parsha, after the Torah elaborates on all the karbanas that are brought on Yom Tovim, starting actually with Tamid, carbon Tamid brought every day, the Musafim from Shabbos, the Shchidish, then going from Shabbos to the Shchidish, and from Yedin Mayit, including every Yontif. Shteit, so the Pasik that concludes everything is, and Moshe Rabbeinu said to Yidin, like everything that Hashem had commanded him. So the obvious question here is, why does it have to say that Moshe Rabbeinu related everything to the Yidin? So then it's not to listen to him, as Moshe had Mekayim given the Ebeshim's onzok to him, is it necessary to tell me that Moshe fulfilled Hashem's command? That he should give over all these mitzvahs to the Yidin, all the details of the Karbanas. On we find in many places, as a state nor that Sivi Hashem or Meisha, it only says the mitzvah that Hashem gave to Meisha, and it does not say in the Torah that Meisha Rabbeinu repeated it to the Yidin, and it's self understood that he did. On the time is poshut, sis vashtandik von sich allein, as wie bald der Rebischter hat es gesagt zu Meisha. Since the Ebesh just said this to Meisha Rabbeinu, Kedai, as all this Ibi given to Yidin, with the purpose that he should relate it to Yidin, had Meisha zichar hazegetan, so Meisha Rabbeinu certainly did so. Und so zaf azayful pashat, this is so obvious, as megefintnit, as Rashi, as all this bavaran in sein Piddush. Never does Rashi have to even explain this, why the Torah doesn't say that Meisha Rabbeinu gave it over to Yidin. He obviously did. So hai, in favos, da pesdoh, der brosik, yeah, did say that. So the question is, why is there an exception over here? Why does the Torah here tell us that Moshe Rabbeinu said over all these mitzvahs of the Karbanas to the Yidin? Rashi of them So this is the question that Rashi comes to address, and Rashi explains. This pasuk is written here to separate this previous parsha from the following parsha. This is what Rabbi Shmuel says in the Sifri. Now Rashi explains the pshat and what Rabbi Shmuel is saying. Up until here, in the parsha of all these karbanis, it's the words of Hashem to The beginning of next week's parsha, It begins with Meisha Rabbeinu speaking. So therefore the Torah needs to first make a separation. And to say, that Meish Rabbeinu also repeated what the Ebeshter told him in the parish of the Karbanes to the Yidin. Shimloikein, if it's not going to clearly say that Meish gave it over to Yidin, Yashpe Mashma, from reading the Psukim, it would seem, Shulayamalem Zu Alabaparshas Nedarim, Hischuldvarav, that he did not repeat the Karbanes to the Yidin, and Meish only begins speaking with the halaches of the Nedarim. As it begins, Vaydava Meish Rashiya Matis, it begins the parish of Nedarim. So it would seem from the flow of the Psukim that Parshas Kabanis, the Ebesha told Meisha, and Meisha did not relate it to Klal Yisrael. 
and he starts speaking to Klal Yisrael only about the halachas of Nedarim. So therefore the Torah makes a, a, a hefzik and separates and says what was said before to Moshe. He gave over to the Yidin, and then besides that, Vaidaba Moshe Rashi Amatis, that he said to them the halachas of the Nedarim. However, this Rashi needs a further clarification. And Ms. Takes, yes, it's true. If we would not say this, that Moshe spoke to the Eden and said the Allah of the Karbanas to them. Then the flow of the Psukim would seem, since only following this, as it say that Moshe Rabbeinu speaks to the Eden, as the Friedige Parsha, that the previous parasha, Moshe Rabbeinu did not relate to the Yidin. That's what it seems in the context of the flow of the words of the Psukim. However, the question still remains, how could there even be a thought to say, as Moshe, that Moshe didn't fulfill the command of the Ebesha to give it over to the Yidin? Certainly he did. See, even if in the flow of the Psukim it would seem this way, but it would be obvious that he did give it over to the Eden. So it's not necessary for the Torah to clarify that. So the, the question really still remains, what's the basis to say that Moshe Rabbeinu would not give it over to the Eden? And therefore, when I see such a mashmas in the Psukim, I would say that that's actually the fact. And the Torah has to say, no, that he did give it over to the Eden. The Rabban, Ramban is Mefarish, Demshat, and Rabbi Shmuel's Verta. The Ramban, he quotes Rabbi Shmuel's opinion in the Sifri, and he explains, Rabbi Shmuel says that it says, So it's coming to separate this Indian here. So the Ramban explains it as follows. If we would not say, and then it says, that Moshe Rabbeinu spoke to the leaders of the Shvatim, I wouldn't know regarding that Pasik of Vaidaba Moshe, what is it going on? Is it referring to the fact that Moshe Rabbeinu spoke to them all the halachas of the Nedarim in the following Pasha? Or maybe you have to read that Vaidaba Moshe, Rashi Amatis, telling you that he repeated to them all the halachas of the Karbanas of the previous Pasha, to the Dinah Pasha. So that's the issue. There's sort of a suffix how to interpret this Pasik. So it says here that Moshe Rabbeinu repeated to the Eden these halachas. To separate that subject. So that's how we know that when it afterwards says that it's not going on what's said before, but it's going on later that Moshe Rabbeinu is telling them the parasha of Nedarim. That's why it has to say it over here. Otherwise, there's, there will be no clarity over here where this possibly belongs. Pasazoi is the pshat in Indian, the Mekoimis Rabim, Besifra, Obesifri, with the Ramban Zakt. And as the Ramban says, this expression, Indian, to make a separation in the subject, is an expression used in the Sifra and the Sifri in many places, and that's always what it means. When there's a Pasik, where it's unclear how to put the Pasik before or for after, so the Torah writes another pasuk to clarify that Vayemer, and like in our case, Vayemer Meishal Bnei Yisrael goes on what was written before, and Vayedaber goes on what's written after. And the Rebbe brings another example that you have in next week's parsha. Rashi himself says this exact pshat 
from Posik, Vaitem Parshas Matos. So there it says, Vaato Hirgu. So it says Hirgu that they should kill Kozachar. And then it says, Vachol Isha, and all women as well, Haroigu. So why does it have to say again, Haroigu? Why doesn't it say once Hirgu for Zachar and the Isha? As it's Veta, Haroigu state, Lahafsekinian. It has to say the second time, Haroigu, to put a separation in the Posik. When a Taichtois, Rashi explains, if we would not say again after Vachal Isha that they too have to be killed, but with Nitke Vost, see Vachal Isha, Gehert some Friedigen Sog von Hergul Kalzacha. I wouldn't know. Maybe Vachal Isha does belong together with what the Pasuk says by the Kalzachar, that just like the male should be killed, this is in the Muhammad of Midian, so too the women should be killed as well. Other, some Dweitendigen. Maybe it goes on the following Pasuk. When it says afterwards that the children should be left to live, maybe Vacholisha goes along with the children to be left to live. Therefore the Taita has to write again, Haregu by women, to make it clear, to separate the women from the Taf that follow afterwards. That's the Pshat that Rashi himself says later, to that Pasuk, where it says the term Lahafsekin, you know that's what it means? So now, does Rashi agree to the Ramban's Pshat in our Pasuk here? That when it says, regarding that it's in order to make clear that Meshach Rabbeinu repeated these halachas, and also Vayedaba Meshach Rosh Amatas goes on the following parsha. Well, we can't say that. In Piddish Rashi, though, however, Rashi here, we can't learn that this is how Rashi understands here the meaning of Lahafsekinian. Val Rashi is Mishane from Loshan Nasafri. Rashi here changes from the language that the Sifri says. The Sifri says it's unclear what this is talking about, what this is going on. Rashi doesn't say that. The issue here is not that it's unclear what the Pasuk refers to. And Rashi clearly spells out. If not for the fact that it says it, that Moshe repeated the halachas of the Karbanas to the Yidin, what would be the mistake? The mistake is not regarding the first Pasuk in next week's Parsha, that it would have thought that that Pasuk belongs to the conclusion of this week's Parsha. That's not the mistake. Nor, rather, the mistake is, as I would have thought that everything over here in Parsha Sakarbonus was never related to the Yidin by Moshe Rabbeinu. He only began speaking to the Yidin, the halachas of Nadarim. That's the mistake that I would have made. So therefore our question remains, that I've asked before, even if in the flow of the Pesukim it would seem this way, but logically it can't be. So therefore, without the Tehidah saying it, I would know that Moshe repeated it to the Yidin. So where is there even room for such a mistake that he wouldn't give over to the Yidin, the halachas that he's supposed to give them over? Now there's another question here. There's another pasuk similar that we find in Parshas Emor. Be the Ramban fragged, and the Ramban asks the question. in Parshas Emor by Mseif from Parshas Amayadais. There, there's also a parsha of all the halachas of the Yomim Tovim. Zok the pasuk by Dabe Moshe as Meyadei Hashem El Bnei Yisrael. Moshe Rabbeinu says over all the halachas of the Yomim Tovim to the Yidden. And if it's over there as well, you have the same question. Why does the Torah have to say that Moshe Rabbeinu repeated what the Ebishter told him to the Yidin? There's many different explanations in the Medrash why it's necessary to say this. 
Rashi Abe Shtaltzich Netapakta. Rashi doesn't say a word to explain there what this Pasik is saying. Is it move on? So the question here is, I bim shootish on mikra, fabitzik biyor, favas the pasik that sailed as moishat, ibigam dem tsivia shem vegan maidem tsuyidin. If bim shootish on mikra, it requires an explanation when the Torah tells us that Moshe Rabbeinu said over the Allah is to the Yidin. So it has to be explained. Why does the Pasik tell it to us? So Rashi should have addressed this question the first time this comes up, three in Pasha Semai. And it's not necessary for him to wait until you come over here in this week's Pasha, in Pasha Spinchis, where it says, and Rashi addresses why the Torah has to say, the question goes even further. The Asbar of Rashi Zogda. The answer that Rashi gives here to that question, which is because since only until here, Moshe is hearing the words of the Abishter said to him. And then beginning next week's parsha, it's Moshe Rabbeinu speaking. So you can make a mistake that Moshe Rabbeinu did not repeat what the Abishter told him. That's not an answer that fits there in Parsha Semer. The beginning of the following parsha after Emmer is also the Abishter speaking. So there's no room to make that mistake over there that Meshach Rabbeinu did not repeat the halachas of the Yom Mtoivim to the Eden. So, why does Rashi not address the very same question that he does address here earlier when it comes up the first time in Parshas Emmer? So now, to answer this question that we just asked. This is a question that Rashi addresses only here in this week's Parsha, but in Parsha's Emoir, it's clear, it's self-understood, and Rashi doesn't even address it. So you can give the following simple answer. Parsha's Emoir from Parsha's Emoir is gesagt geworden, besmiches zu akomes amishkan. Over there, that Parsha in, in uh, Emoir, when was it said to the Yidden? It was said at about the time when the Mishkan was put up. It was actually said to them even before the Yidden were counted in the beginning of Parshas Midbar. Midbar. They were counted in the first uh, day of Chodesh year. Amongst the mitzvahs of the Parshas Amaydes and Parshas Emmer. There are such mitzvahs that it's only possible to fulfill them in Eretz Yisrael. Ludugme, for example, Oimer, the mitzvah of the Karben Oimer, Chodosh, the Isra of Chodosh, before uh, you bring the Karben Oimer, and Shteh the mitzvah of bringing the Shteh Alechem on Shvuas. So those are some of the things that are amongst the Parshas Amayadis, and that only applies in Eretz Yisrael. Voltman did a big account, and so over there, one would think, Yes, true. Definitely, Moshe Rabbeinu always repeated all of the halachas that the Ebeshter told him to the Yidin. And even more so, In general, Moshe Rabbeinu repeated it to the Yidin immediately after he heard it. This is understood from what Rashi says by Matan Teireh. 
When Moshe Rabbeinu came down from the mountain to speak to the Ebesh there, he did not go to his own personal things. He went immediately from the mountain to the Yidin. To tell the Yidin the halachas. So that's usually the case. Aber, in them fall, but over here in this case, where the Ebesh is telling Moshe Rabbeinu, here it's possible to say that he did not repeat to the Eden immediately everything that he heard. Why not? Since amongst these halachas are things that are not relevant immediately for that time. It's things that are on a geya when the Eden are going to come into Eretz Yisrael. And Moshe Rabbeinu was very busy with with all kinds of difficult matters that came to, was brought to Moshe's attention to be answered immediately. Moshe Rabbeinu is there to teach them and to answer them the questions that they have right there and then in what's relevant on their daily life right then and there. So therefore in this case, because the Pasha Samaritis includes halachas that are only going to be relevant later when they come into Eretz Yisrael, there's room to say that he did not repeat this immediately. Especially according to the opinion that's brought in the Braisa, where it seems as Pasha Samaritis dart is gzakkevara noch parshas de golem, that the Pasha of the Yomim Tevim was said together and after the Pasha where it says about all the Dugolim, with the way the Yidin are going to be camping and so on. So if so, amongst the Pasha Samaydas, the Ebishta also told him many other halachas that are very relevant immediately for the Yidin to know. That's the same time when Abish said about the fact that we're going to count, be counting the Eden, the Golem, the, the way they're going to be camping, and the different flags, Masois, how they're going to be traveling, Pesach Sheni, the Allah of Pesach Sheni, the Chulu. So therefore there's reason to say that Abishter, that sorry, that Moshe, that is, delayed relating to the Eden, the Allah of Abishter told him. Far as the Pasuk Dart Moshe, himself, that no, Moshe Rabbeinu did repeat to the Eden immediately these halachas of Parsha Samer. As Radbalt Ibigem all the prate dinu from the Parsha Tzidim, that he did immediately say it to them. On those gufe lerentons that sivoi to Moshe, Daber al Bnei Yisrael v'Amarta aleim Moed Hashem. This is also the command that Eibush just says, speak to the Eden, tell them these halachas of the Yamim Tovim. What command? As as Zolbalt Ibigem the Aladinim. Eibush is telling them not to wait. Although many of these things are only going to be relevant when they enter Eretz Yisrael, you should immediately tell the Eden these halachas. So that's understood over there. That's why in Parshas Emor this is obvious. Rashi does not address why it says Vayedaber Moshe al Bnei Yisrael. Ma'ashenkin and on the parsha, which all of this is not the case when it comes to our parsha, which is nitok kintam oif optzuleg. There's no reason to delay giving over the Eden the halachas of these mitzvahs of korbanos. Is dach muvah miyeh love if so itself understood kanal as we had said as nachin tzivi from the Eibush and tzavas bnei Yisrael va'amarta aleim gaimer after the Eibush the commands that he should give it over to Eden at Moshe gleich ibigem the aladinim. So Moshe Rabbeinu definitely repeated all this. This, the parashas of Karbonis here, and this week's parasha, parashas Pinchas, is being said to Moshe Rabbeinu at the end of the 40 years. So if he's not going to give it over to the Yidin now, so when yes? 
This is this is a, coming towards the end of Meish Rabbeinu being with the Yidnir. So it's here where the question comes up. Why does the Pasik have to say that Meish Rabbeinu spoke and said these halachas to the Yidn? It's obvious. What's the Chiddush that he said it to the Yidn? There's no reason to delay it. Like them, Menfet Rashi, so therefore Rashi here gives the answer, Lahafsika Inyan. Like it says, Rabbi Shmuel says in Sifri. And Rashi explains, Otherwise, we would think that uh, it would seem that he did not say over these halachas to the Yidin, and he only began speaking to them that the halachas of Nedarim could come on Siv Zayin. As will be explained in Siv Zayin, why that is the case, that Moshe Rabbeinu would not be repeating these halachas to the Yidin. Okay, so we'll see. The Rebbe will explain it soon in the Sikha here. But meanwhile, in Sifei, the Rebbe will explain another detail based on the name that Rashi quotes her. We can now understand why Rashi, when he brings this Pshat of the Sifri, he brings it quoting the name of who said so, which is Rabbi Shmuel. As the Rebbe always says, Rashi usually does not quote the names of the Tanoim or Amiroim that said what he's saying. When he does, there's a reason. So if you hear, what's the reason? There be a now. The explanation that we've explained there. Pavos as stain in Parshas Emor vayedaber Moshe b'nei Yisrael. That in Parshas Emor it's clear why the Torah is saying that Moshe Rabbeinu repeated the halachas to the Eden. Valeipnit v'otn gemeint as that is upkalek of shpete because there's room to say otherwise that he did delay it for later since those halachas are not relevant for right now. Vasloy dem beer dafman zuchin ateret zechun pasuk and unzer cetera. And it's according to that explanation there that the question comes up here in Parsha's Pinchas, because over here in this week's Parsha, there is no reason to delay it, because all the halachas are relevant for right now. Is Masim, nor let us Rabbi Shmuel. All this entire approach is only according to the opinion of Rabbi Shmuel. What's Rabbi Shmuel's opinion? So now here there's a machlekes between Rabbi Shmuel and Rabbi Kiva regarding the Eivishter Bechlal telling over the Moshe Rabbeinu and to the Yidin the mitzvahs. So Rabbi Shmuel says... As Klolos Nemru B'Sinai. The general outline of the mitzvahs was said by Harsinai. Uprotus by El Moed. And then the details of all the mitzvahs was spoken to Meshach Rabbeinu in the Mishkan by the El Moed. So we see that the Ebishter does not say all the details right in the beginning. He leaves the details for later. So if that's the way the Ebishter teaches the mitzvahs, first the Klolos. And then the details he leaves for later. So there's definitely room to say, Kanal, as we've explained before, as Moshe hat opgewart mit Ibigem, the prati had dinim for the maiden. Yet so too Moshe Rabbeinu waited to give over the details of these halachas of Parshas Emmer, the Parshas Amoides, to the Eden. Because as the Rebbe said before, he had other things that were relevant on a day-to-day basis. So Parshas Emmer is speaking about halachas that are negaya from the Eden commentary to Yisrael. So we can say that Moshe Rabbeinu delayed those details for then. That's according to Rabbi Shmuel. According to the one that argues with Rabbi Shmuel, Rabbi Kiva. That by Sinai, the Eivish told Moshe Rabbeinu all the mitzvahs with all the details, right away. Did not delay it. And then, they were all repeated by the Elmayed. And then by Aves Moshev, it was said to the Eden yet a third time. All the details. Kumtois. As Mod gesagt, alle Pratia mitzvahs, a Philemus is not given a gale The Ebishter says immediately by, Parsh, by, by, by Har Sinai, all the halachas 
with all the details, even though it's not all relevant for right then. So hein, verwasamen sagen, as dort der Abgewart mit ewigem die Dinim später. So then why would you say that over here, my parshas emoir, because there are certain details that are not relevant, so he delayed it for later. But no, Rabbi Kiva disagrees with that, that, that line of thinking. Rabbi Kiva holds, you see by the Eivishter, he speaks all the details right in the beginning, even though it's not relevant now. So by Meisher Rabbeinu as well, it would be self-understood that he gave over to the Eden all the halachas immediately. So why does the Torah have to come and let me know by Yedabah Meisher that Meisher Rabbeinu said over all these halachas? So according to Rabbi Kiva, the Hezbo we said before, doesn't work. according to Rabbi what would we say? So what is the explanation why in Parshas Emor, and over here in Parshas Pinchas as well, it says, Why does it have to say that Moshe Rabbeinu gave it over to Yidin? So we're going to have to say, according to Rabbi Kiva, as this is made correct in Kashinit, that this is not a question. But Erhalt, Rabbi Kiva's opinion is, as Azoi is the Derech HaKosov. This is the style of the Torah. As Amal the Dibba Sometimes it just mentions what the Abish spoke to Moshe. Amal, the Dibba Moshev of Neisrael. Sometimes it only says what Moshe Rabbeinu said to the Yidin, and it doesn't say that the Abish said this to Moshe. When Amal Beda, sometimes it says in the Torah both that the Abish spoke to Moshe, and that Moshe related it to the Yidin. So that's just the style of the Torah. We don't have a specific reason why, but sometimes it says one or the other, and sometimes it does say both. And if so, there's no question in this week's parsha as well why the Torah says, So therefore, it says the name Rabbi Shmuel here, because the whole question comes up only according to Rabbi Shmuel. According to Rabbi Shmuel, there's a clear difference between Parshas Emmer and Parshas Pinchas. In Parshas Emmer, there are details that are not relevant for then, so there's room to say that Meisha delayed it. So the Torah has to say by Yadabah Meisha. In this week's Parsha, there's no reason to delay it, so over here the question comes up. But according to Rabbi Kiva, there's no difference. We see that David just says all the Paratim even when it's not relevant. So what's the difference between Parshas Emmer and this week's Parsha? Elamai, it must be that this is just a Derech of the Torah. Sometimes it says Meisha repeated it and sometimes not. Can it fregin? So now, based on this, if this is the way we're going to say, according to Rabbi Kiva, that this is the style of the Torah, so now we can't ask, So why can't we then just give this answer? As the Pasuk state, that the Pasuk here in this week's parasha says, Not because we're trying to negate a mistake in the understanding of the Pasuk, nor blows mitzadelech hakosuk. But because this is just the style of the Torah that sometimes it says that Moshe Rabbeinu gave it over to the Yidin. Oich, light, Rabbi Shmuel. Wouldn't that be an adequate answer even according to Rabbi Shmuel? So why are we looking for a new and different answer according to Rabbi Shmuel if it's possible to say that this is the style of the Torah? So the Rebbe explains, no. As in them, Gufe is totally the plukta now for Rabbi Kiva and Rabbi Shmuel. This very point itself, whether we could actually go ahead and say that this is the style of the Torah, there's no one style. Sometimes it says Moshe spoke to the Yidin, sometimes it says the Ebesha spoke to Moshe, and sometimes it says both. This approach is actually something that only Rabbi Kiva holds up. We can't say this according to Rabbi Shmuel. Why? So going back now to their original Machlaikis here. All details were said in our Sinai. And then, V'nishnu Ba'el they were repeated a second time in Eil Then, Then, 
Then a third time in Mayav. Darf Mezogim. So according to Rabbi Kivi, you must say, as Agam, as Alam Mitzvahs, Bechlalos, Ubeprotos, Zenegizot Kivarin, Draimon. So all of these Mitzvahs, with all the details, were said three times. V'sinai Ba'al Mayav, Dabav Is Mayav. Izabeditayre, Nit Mefaret, Umefaresh, In Drai Erte, the Alam Mitzvahs of Protein. The Tayre, in all those three times, does not spell out all the details again and again. Umbloiz, Achelik, Fenzei, Inzvei, Erte. There's only some of the details that are mentioned in two of the places, some by Sinai, some by El Mayed, or some by Arvis Mayav, but it doesn't say all the details again and again. So in other words, the style of the way it's written in the Teireh is not precise to the way it actually happened. Because the way it actually happened was, all of the details were said over three times. So therefore, Balderech Zeh Bin similar we could say over here regarding the Teireh, writing whether the Ebesha spoke to Moshe, whether Moshe spoke to the Yidin, or sometimes it says both. Amal is the Torah mefaret, oich dem dibu from Moshe l'bene Yisrael. When Amal nit, sometimes the Torah says that yes, Moshe gave it over to the Yidin, and sometimes it does not elaborate, sometimes it does not mention it. So just like we see regarding this whole union of all the details of the mitzvahs, that it's not precise, and the Torah does not say all the details again and again, we can say the same thing regarding Meisha speaking to the Eden, that it's also, there's no one style, sometimes yeah, and sometimes not. Tam from Rabbi Shmuel, not Rabbi Shmuel that argues, what's the basis of his reasoning, as Kalolus Nemru Sinai? That, Rabbi Shmuel says, the mitzvahs in general were all said by Sinai. And then Upratis by Elmayet, the details were then given over by Elmayet. Kemezogun, so the basis of his opinion is as follows. Eralt, his opinion is as bechlal dafen onemen as yed de prat v'inyim v'eredbert keshriven in teire is das given is as as is is vidos is given bepayl all the details written in the teire this is the way it actually happened there's no reason to say that the teire is writing some of the details of what happened no Rabbi Shmuel says that we see that in Parshas by by Sinai the teire was given over to the Yidden bechlalus and then the details were said in Ayomayit so therefore. We have to read the psukim and the Torah literally. Unless we have something that's forcing us to say otherwise. So therefore he says, The details of the mitzvahs were set only there where the Torah says so clearly. And all the details were not said three times. In all three places. So therefore, according to Rabbi Shmuel, the same applies here. Same thing here regarding whether the Torah tells us that Moshe spoke to the Yidin. We bowed as the Torah is mefarish and mefarit. It's only here that the Torah says that Moshe spoke to the Yidin. So we must say, that there's a reason why the Torah is writing it here. It is precise. The Torah is telling us for a certain reason, Dafke here, why Meshach Rabbeinu gave it over to the Eden. That's the basis of Rabbi Shmuel's opinion. That if we don't have anything forcing us to say otherwise, everything in the Torah is written precisely the way it happened. And therefore, this is the basis of the question, why does the Torah have to say that Meshach Rabbeinu spoke to the Eden? Isn't it obvious that he fulfilled the command of the Eivishter to give it over to the Eden? So now the Rebbe will explain the uh, Pshat and Rashi's answer that we would have made a mistake to think that Moshe Rabbeinu did not give it over to the Yidin. What's the basis really of that mistake? And the Rebbe gives a, an introduction and comes back to answer this towards the end of Siv Zayin. 
The time was Klolis in Yone Amedes is detailed in Zwei Parshias. Now the reason why, in general, all the halachas of the Yomim Tevim is divided into two different parshas. Aleph in Parshas Emer, for the Ikra Gosha is of Issa Malacha. In Parshas Emer, there the Teda primarily focuses on the Yomim Tevim and the fact that it's Asa B'Malacha. One of the mitzvahs from Yedin Yomtev, and also the specific mitzvahs that apply to every Yomtev. Es wird dort aber euch gerät und bechlolos wegen der Karbonis von Yad Niantif. And then it also mentions in general terms about the Karbonis that are brought, but it primarily focuses on the Issam Malacha and the mitzvahs of the Yantif. That's in Parshas Emmer. Base in unser Parsha, over here in our Parsha, wo dat Gosha Ikris is, auf die Protea Karbonis, was mir bringt jeden Tag. Here, the Torah gets into all the details of the Karbonis that are brought every day, and then Shabbos, Rishchidish, und Yomtev. Aber, se wer da euch der Mond wegen Issam Malachav und Yomtev. It also mentions, in, in passing, about the fact that Yomtev is a time which is also the Malachav. So why is it divided this way? Kamen Beweisein auf zwei Erfahrenen. So this could be explained in one or two ways. Aleph. One way to explain this is as follows. Sie sind gesagt geworden zu Moshen als Basunde zwei Parshias in Basundere Zeiten. Moshe Rabbeinu, or it's given over, that is, in the Teire, this way, because it actually was said by the Ebeshter to Moshe Rabbeinu in two different time periods. Parshas Emmer, Besmiches Sarkomis HaMishka. Parshas Emmer was said then when the Mishkan was put up. Parshas Enu, zum Seif, von der Arbaim Shona. And all the Karbanis over here, now this week's parsha was said many years later, at the end, towards the end of the 40 years. It was divided in two different times. And that's what we know, the parsha is a Karbanis from parsha Seinu, Nid Gizog, Balt, Nacha, Komis, HaMishkan. Now if you'll ask the question, why is it so? Why didn't David should tell the Yidin immediately then, when he's telling them all the halachas of the Yom Tevim, also all the details of the Karbanis? Don't they uh, have to know those halachas of the Karbanis every day? Shchedesh, Shabbos, Yomtev. Afapiyaz, bepashtus yashloyma azmat gebracht, yala karbanis oichem midbar. Simply we have to say that all these Karbanis, according to Rashi, were brought in the midbar. Achotz dem, achotz di, was his mefurish kisavoyo laoretz. The only ones that were not brought in the midbar is the ones that the Torah clearly says that it's only when you come into Eretz Yisrael, Kisavoyo Laretz. So why didn't they just say the Parsha, our Parsha here of Korbanis, immediately then together with Parsha Semer? Kemizogin, so we could answer as follows. The Reiftuf and Unza Parsha is, the concept over here, the Chiddush that it says in this week's Parsha is as follows. Tzavez b'nei Yisrael v'amartaleim. Give over all these halachas of the Korbanis to all the Yidin. The Zidus Onzog to all the Yidin, as the Karbanis Tzibur zollen gebracht werden bis Manam. Yet you speak to all the Yidin that they should see to it that all the Karbanis have to be brought in the right time. Aber, so that's the Chiddush here, that all the Yidin are hearing about this. Aber, the Pratiya Karbanis Gufe, the details of all these Karbanis, then it's an ungesagt geworden zu Meishen von Frie. That was already said to Meishen earlier. Und er hat sie übergegeben zu die Yidin, was haben sie sich vernommen mit der Karbanis, der Karbanis, Aaron Ravana Vakainem. And at that time, he did give it over to the individuals, to Aaron and his children, that needed to know these halachis of the Karbanis. The Chiddush here in Parshish Pinchas, in this week's Parsha, is the fact that now the Ebesh is telling him, give it over to all the Eden as well. So this is one way how to understand the division of the halachis of Parshish Emmer and Parshish Pinchas. It was actually said to the Eden, 
in the way it's recorded in the Teireh in two completely time periods. Based, but then there's another approach, Beide Parshias and Exoctivar and Summation Sezanah. Both of these parshas, the halachas of the Yom in Emer, and the halachas of the Karbanis in this week's parsha, they were said at the same time. Not only that, but other other. Parshas HaKarbanis, the Parshas Seinu, is gezakt gevaren keidim le Parshas HaMedes for Nehmer. That was actually said to Meshach Rabbeinu even before all the details of the halachas of the Yom Tevim. But the far state in Parshas HaMedes, and therefore by the Parshas HaMedes in Emoi, when it speaks about the Karbanis, it says, Ve'ekrafte Misha, you will bring the Karbanis, Stam, and it just says, bring the karbanis, and it does not spell out what are those karbanis you have to bring. Because Moshe Rabbeinu heard already from before what those karbanis are, and he already gave it over to the ones that had to hear, to Aaron and his children, and therefore it just says in the parasha in short, that you will bring those karbanis that was already said earlier to Moshe Rabbeinu. So the point is that both Parshas Amevis of Emer and the Karbanis of this week's Parsha were set together at the same time. Rafa became, but yet, Tzalibatam, for some reason, Hakitayda, Arangishtel, the Parsha from Karbanis, Da and Unze Parsha. The Tayda places the Parsha of Karbanis much later in this week's Parsha, the Sefer Boim Shana at the end of 40 years. Vitaklal, as Rashi brings that up, the Kama Mekaymis Bepirushay, the rule that Rashi says, in many places, the Teireh is not necessarily written in a chronological order, and it could be out of order. So therefore, the Parshas HaMeyadeis comes before, and Parshas Karbanas is written much later, even though Parshas Karbanas was really, really said before. According to this approach, as the Parshas, the Emoir, or the Parshas all these Allahs of the Yomim Tevim, of Parshas Emoir, and of this week's Parsha, Zenek Zotkivar, and Tzumayshim, Bizman Echad, we're all set to Moshe at one time, but given so then it would be logical to say, as that on Zog in Onnaid Parshas Hamayadeis in Emer, the command that it says in the beginning of Parshas Emer by the Parsha of the Yom Tovim, speak to the Eden and tell them over the halachas of the Yom Tov. Why does it say that there? Why does it give this introduction that he should give it over to the Eden? Meant to ice tailing the weiter the gepratim from all the dinamoid was the rebbestach and free gesagt motion the prate dinim shem parshas einu the teira there is separating the dinim of the yamim tovim of parshas emoir from all the other halachas of yamim tovim which are the karbanes and everything that it's written in this week's parsha as dafke zei dafke ibegav and suali yidin that it's only the details of parshas emoir that Moshe Rabbeinu should tell all of yidin. But the halachas that it says in this week's parsha does not have to be given over to all the Eden, because they are not relevant for all of Klal Yisrael. They're only relevant for Aaron and his children. That's what we would say. So Moshe Rabbeinu heard it all at the same time, but David should tell him, only those halachas of parsha's Emer you should give over to all the Eden that's relevant for them. And the and with this, we could also explain that in in Loshon there's another difference we find in the language of the Pasik. Sivishim Parshas Hamaydes, Parshas Emer, and Parshas Akarbanes, the Parshas When you look at the Parsha by Emer, and this week's Parsha, so the difference is, Before every Yontif, it says again, 
that Moshe Rabbeinu, the Ebershah spoke to him. Dabar Hashem Moshe, Lamer, Dabar Ob'nei Yisrael. For every umtiv separately. Akegin, on the parasha. In contrast, here in this week's parasha, Shteit, Nor, Baim Onoi, Parasha, Atzivi, Kloli, Tzavaz Ben Yisrael, Vamart Aleim. It only says at one time, a general command in the beginning, that you should command the Yid. It doesn't say it again, by each one of the Yonim Toivim separately. So what's the difference? The Agdomet Tzavaz Ben Yisrael in Unze Parasha, when it says in the beginning of this week's Parasha that you should command Yidin, is Agdomet Klolis, Tzu Klolis, Parasha, Sameid, Izvar Karbonis, Fun Unze Parasha, Un Parasha, Un Fun Parasha Samar. So that opening statement, Tzavaz Ben Yisrael, we can say, is going both on all the halachas of the Karbonis of this week's Parasha, and also of Parsha Semer, which Meish Rabbeinu heard them all at the same time. Tanoch is given that Tzvei Tzivui, Dabir Obnei Yisrael, V'amarta But then David just says again, regarding those halachas of Parsha Semer, that you should give it over to the Yidin, that Onzog, Velech Prate Dinim, and Dab Ilgeben Ali Yidin. Which ones, what, what details of what I'm telling you now does have to be given over to all the Yidin specifically? And that's what's written only in Parsha Semer. So yes, the Ebesh is telling Meishe Rabbeinu all the halachis of the Karbanis in this week's Parsha and the halachis of Parsha Semer all at once and saying to Meishe Rabbeinu, give it over to the Yidin. However, there's a difference. The halachis of Parsha Pinchas are only going to be given over to Aaron and his children because they're the ones that are doing it. Mashenkein, the halachis of the Yom Tevim. In this week's parasha, the Torah says again, by every single, the Torah says again, because this has to be given over to all the Klal Yisrael. And the Riber, so in order to emphasize this even more, the Torah tells out, by every Yom Tev separately again, speak to all the Yidin, because it's after this that's written here in Parshas Emoir that's being given over to all the Yidin. Okay, so this is the introduction here. These are the two approaches of how we can explain the division of Parshas Emoir and Parshas Pinchas. Either we'll take it literally, Parshas Emoir was said after the Mishkan was built, Parshas Pinchas, this week's Parsha was said at the end of the, 30, of the 40 years, that's why it's divided this way in the Torah. Or perhaps it was all set together, but Meish Rabbeinu, in the Torah, it's recorded this way, and Meish Rabbeinu was commanded to give over then to all the Yidin, the Alachas of Parsha Semer, which is relevant to all Yidin, and in Parshas Pinchas, it wasn't given over to all the Yidin because it's not relevant to all the Yidin. So now that Rebbe will come back to explain the question we have, why would I think that the Karbonis of Parshas Pinchas, Moshe Rabbeinu, did not repeat to the Yidin? So based on what we just said, we'll see the explanation here. So now, this rule that the Torah is not written in a chronological order. That's only if we must, if you have a reason forcing us to say that what's written in the Parsha is not an order. Then we say, as it was said already many times. So therefore, it's understood that looking at the simple shot of the Pasik, Parsha Sakarbonis, that's here in this week's Parsha, 
Let's leave it in the place where it is, that it's set in order, and it was set at the end of the 40 years. And we can see this also from what Rashi says. Right over here at the beginning of all the parshas of Karbonus. What does Rashi say? What is being said to Moshe Rabbeinu? What is it said right before this? So the diuk here is, Rashi says, What does it say right before this? The language Moshe Rabbeinu uses is not, sorry, that, the, that Rashi uses, that is, is not, why are these two written at the same place in the Torah, one right after the other, but it was actually said at this time. The pashto stuff and on them and as pashas akarbonis is nitno nismchado. That says that he is nor geshriven gevarim besmichas aher or begezok gevarim freer. So therefore, because we would simply say that if pashas akarbonis is written here at the end of the forty years, this is where it was actually said. Nor is he geshriven gevarim dos. It was actually said over here. It was it's not just being written in the Torah here out of order and it was said to Moshe Rabbeinu earlier. No, it was actually said right over here and now. That's the simple approach that I would say, following the rule that in Teda, everything is written in the order. So now we come back to the point of why the Teda has to say that Moshe Rabbeinu set over all the halachas of the Karbanis to the Yidin. If that would not say here, it would not say that Moshe Rabbeinu set over all the halachas to Yidin. And then from the flow of the Pasha would seem that Moshe Rabbeinu said to the Yidin only the halachas of Nedarim. He did not say to the Yidin all the halachas of the Karbanis. That's what it would seem from the flow of the Pesukim. That would force me to say that yes, oh, mate, perhaps this Pasuk is out of place. It was said together with Parsha Semer and actually even before Parsha Semer. There's a reason why the Teda puts it over here, but it's out of order. Moshe Rabbeinu did not say to the Eden all the halachas, all the details of this week's parsha, to Ali Eden, not the gezok, nor the dinim from parsha semer, kanal sivov. And then I would say that in fact Moshe Rabbeinu did not repeat to the Eden all the halachas of the korbanos in this week's parsha, and the reason is because it's not relevant to all the Eden. The Torah is the, that's the reason why the Torah is dividing the two, even though they were said at the same time. Parshas Emoir was said earlier because that's what Moshe Rabbeinu told the Eden. And then, for whatever reason, the Torah puts right over here, Parshas Pinchas, this week's Parsha, and this was not said over to the Eden. And that's what it seems in the context of the Psukim. That only next week's Parsha, Moshe Rabbeinu spoke to the Eden, but all the Karbanites in this week's Parsha were not said to the Eden. Why? What's the reason? Because it's not relevant to the Eden. It's the halachas of the Karbanis. That's what I would have said if it would not say this extra Pasuk by Yoimem, Moshe, that Moshe Rabbeinu spoke to all the Eden. I would take the second approach that this forces me to say, So therefore the Torah does write that Moshe Rabbeinu said it to the Yidin, that Moshe Rabbeinu did give over all the halachas to the Yidin. 
Und der Fon ist verstandig, als der Parsha ist gesagt geworden da. And from this we understand that the Parsha was said over here. And like the simple parsha seems that it's said in order, as the as the parsha is that everything is written in order, and Moshe Rabbeinu did repeat this to the Yidden, and everything is in the place where it's written in the Torah. So this is the explanation of why I would think to say that this is a parsha that Moshe Rabbeinu did not repeat to the Yidden, because there's room to say that it's written out of order. And this is something that is not relevant for the Yidden, so it wasn't given over to all the Yidden. And therefore the Torah has to clarify, no, by Yehim and Moshe, that even all these halachis of Karbanis was given over to all the Yidden. Now the Rebbe concludes the Indian over here with another detail where there's a difference between what it says in Parshish Emoir and here in this week's Parsha. No chashinitz vishin Parshish Emoir, this from Emoir, from Parshish Akarbanis to Parshish Emoir. There's another difference. Darton shteid v'siyem ha-Parsha v'yedabe Moshe. Both places it says that Moshe Rabbeinu gave it over to Yidin, once by Yedabe, once by Yemer. So we could say that explanation as follows. In Pasha Semer, who has Retzach Be'ikir, Vegendinim, Vuzenenegeya, and Allah's Manam Beshovet. Speaking about those Alochas of Yom Tovim that are relevant for all times. Yismalachi Be'yomtiv, Dimitzif Yadin Yomtiv. Those are the, the Isser of not doing work and all the other details of the Alochis of every Yomtev, Matzah, Lulav, and so on. So it uses the term Vayedaber. The language Vayedaber means that it's something that's forever and never is interrupted, as it ever brings from the Rakech over. It speaks about the Karbonis that literally, Karbonis physically do not have the time of Golis. You can only learn the Alachis that are counted, like bringing the Karbonis. So, this is something that gets interrupted in the physical sense. So, it says the Lashon of Amira that they spoke to the Yid. Another difference between Vayedaber and Vayemer. The Yidinim from Mayedim, Vazenenda, and Allah's Manabe Shoveh. Those alochis of Emer that are in all times equally state by Zeva Yedabe versus Aloshin Kosha. Yedabe is a stronger expression. The Rebishtim Mont Betaykif by Yidin, because the Rebishtim is demanding strongly from all the Yidin, as Mazalmakaim Zayn the Mitzvahs to fulfill them, on Untashet, Sibizman Besamikdosh, or the Bismana Golis. And there's no difference, there's nothing that should stop you, whether it's time of the Besamikdosh, whether or not, you should always fulfill these Mitzvahs. But when it comes here to the Karbanis, which cannot always be brought, and the Yid has to just learn the Halachis, so this is not a command, and it's not always an obligation. So therefore it's not demanded so strongly. On the contrary, Yidin Monin. Yidin are the ones that demand by the Eibishter, Yiratzimul Fanecha Shatosha Vitivnei the Besamidosh Mehera, that the Eibishter should quickly rebuild the Besamidosh and Vishom Nasal Fanecha Kovanes Chaviseinu, Kemitzas Etzenecha Kumashikasafta Aleinu Besayasecha Gemein Parsha Seinu, that we should fulfill what it says in this week's Parsha, Nitno Oisik Betayre Keilu Hikrit, and we should not only have to say it, and it's as if, as if we're bringing the Kurbanas. The Besteit Parsha Seinu by Yoyim Eloshen Raka, therefore it uses a softer language. The Rebishter betzer by Yidin as his own Isaac Zayim besay the Karbanis. The Rebishter is begging the Yidin that they should learn the halachas of the Karbanis, Kailal, Befrat, Hanunza Parsha, including what it says in this week's Parsha, 
Zogn the Psukim betfilas ayayim, where we say these Psukim in the Tfil every day. To learn the halachas of the karbanis, when you're Isaac in these halachas, it's as if you bring these karbanis. This will hasten and bring about the uh, the opportunity to bring the karbanis literally. He will rebuild the base of mikdash. To bring all these karbanis, as it's written here in the Teireh. In Heira, Biyameinu, Mamish, or Kanal, as mentioned before, that Visham, Nasal, Fanechas, Karbanais, Chaviseinu, Kimitzvas, Ritzeinecha.